Why holidays are hard. She's gone now. She was the holiday queen. Everyone is going to expect the usual spectacular meal and celebration. I am so stressed out. Sherry, who lost her mother. Why are holidays so hard sometimes? The answer is simple. Expectations. We have our own expectations. Unspoken plans and desires roaming around in our heads about how things should be. Our expectations often come from the good experiences and fond memories of the past. We have near-perfect memories back there when all seemed right with us and with the world. It's only natural that we would want to recreate that again. But things never quite work out the way we expect, do they? It's been said that most disappointment in life comes from unmet expectations. If enough of our hopes are dashed, over time the wounds of our heart begin to take over. In order to protect ourselves from further pain, we stop expecting the good. We assume things will be difficult, and we prepare to not get what we want and need. And, of course, everyone around us has their own set of unspoken plans and dreams. Our expectations often bump into theirs. Friction occurs, and the results aren't always pretty. In addition, we're continually bombarded by the media advertising circus, whose goal is to redefine and shape our expectations to include their products. This item will make you feel better. That new device will ease your pain. This product will help you forget your losses for a little while. Don't you want to be like the flawlessly attractive and happy people in our commercial? Yes, our hearts yearn for a better, less challenging world. Most of us want the holidays to be special, fun, even happy. Mixed into that is our desire to please others and to make the day special for them. Expectations are swirling around us on all sides. <laughs> Talk about stress. It's a wonder anyone survives. On top of all this, holidays automatically remind us of those we've lost. One Sunday afternoon when I was 15, my dad had a massive heart attack and collapsed in front of me. They managed to resuscitate him at the hospital, but he never regained consciousness. For a week, I sat by his bed in the cardiac care unit and talked about anything and everything that came into my mind. The only other sound in the room was the constant hum of the ventilator. Somehow, I knew he wasn't going to make it. Since there was no evidence of any brain activity, the doctors finally asked for permission to turn off the machines. My brother, who was quite a bit older, nodded. I nodded. I knew my dad would never want to live this way. He died several hours later. I had been living with my dad at this time, just the two of us. It wasn't a perfect relationship. <laughs> After all, I was a teenager. But I loved him. I have such powerful and fond memories of us together. And when he died, I felt lost. He had been my home. A terrific family I had known for years stepped up and took me in. It turned out my dad had sensed something was going to happen to him, and he had talked with his family about me. 
Even though they already had four kids, they welcomed me in as one of their own. It was wonderful. They helped me to heal. And then December rolled around. I had always loved the Christmas season, and I was having a blast with my new family. But when I woke up Christmas morning, I felt incredibly sad. Though I was happier than I had ever been, my heart was also aching. It was Christmas. My dad wasn't there, and I missed him terribly. There's something about holidays that bring up and magnify our losses. We delight in gathering together as families, but at the same time we're also keenly aware of those who are missing. Wonderful memories can bring both joy and sadness.